Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Elena Beverly. I am your host, Elena, and I'm super excited to have you join me today. Um, I'm going to be really honest with you and tell you that I was supposed to have a podcast interview today and had everything lined up. Everything was good to go. Got a message this morning that we had to cancel it. Um, which happens sometimes, you know, life happens. And so we had to reschedule it for a later date and that's okay. So then I thought, well, I just will skip it this week. Um, but I really did not want to, because this is really special to me for two reasons. One, the day that this podcast goes out is Thursday, April 27th. And that is a day before my birthday. And it is also a week before National Day of Prayer. And if you know me, you know that National Day of Prayer is super important to me. It is super close to my heart. Um, And so I did not want to miss an opportunity to tell you about it, to share with you what we are doing here in Ross County for it. Um, And so I will get into that here in just a little bit. Um, But you know, doing these podcasts by myself, they're just not really my favorite thing. I would much more rather listen to people tell their stories and listen to their heart. Um, But, you know, I'll fill in here and here and there where I need to. So I know the last episode I had was just me talking. So I hope that you're not sick of me. But um, if you will, please just give me a little bit of your time. I will do my best to make this short. Um, I do have just a few things that I'd like to share with you, though. Um, This year for National Day of Prayer, Uh, we have every year we have a theme and a scripture and the scripture for this year is the second part of James 5, 16. And um, it says the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And I was just thinking, I've been thinking about that scripture, obviously, and just really praying about it as we're preparing for national day of prayer. And um, I read it in a few different translations and I want to read them to you. That is, um, think that's the King James version. Um, but maybe NIV, I'm sorry, may, probably NIV. I didn't verify that, but I think it's the NIV, what I just said. Um, this is the New Living Translation, and it says, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And then I want to read one more. Um, it's out of the Passion Translation, and it says... Tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. And I just love that. I love that verse. I love what it stands for, what it means. I love what it has meant in my life and how I have seen it be fulfilled time and time and time again. So it got me thinking when I was thinking about the podcast specifically, you know, that's when we talk about our stories and when we talk, we have different people share like a lot of, you know, the things that we, a lot of the ways that our stories shaped is through our, through prayer, you know, different things that we've walked through that we've had to pray about. And I started just reflecting over some of the stories that we've heard. Um, we are about, I think this is episode, what, 23. Um, so And so we've got a few, you know, we got, we got a few done. We got a few stories. And so I was just kind of reflecting over them and whether it be healing or, um, you know, just provision or 
just prayers answered in whatever way. You know, we've heard story upon story after story after story of God coming through and God showing up and and whether he's changing our circumstances or he's changing our hearts or he's changing our minds or a little bit of all of it or, you know, prayer has been the common thread that connects all of them together. And I started thinking, you know, that is it. That's the whole point. That's we well, I started thinking about. Um, before I really started walking with the Lord, what prayer meant to me and growing up, um, I just, I didn't really grasp the understanding of having a relationship with the Lord. So it was just, I knew God, I served God, but I didn't know really the relationship aspect. And so when I would go to pray, it was very uncomfortable, I guess, very awkward. Um, And I felt like I had to use these big words and, you know, you know how it can be when you're a kid and you don't really understand that, I guess. Um, And then as I got older and as my walk with the Lord, you know, really, when I really, really started walking with him and submitted my life to him and everything and, um, and, and had a relationship with him, my prayer life completely changed where it was just gimme, 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 gimme. This is what I want you to do, God. It became more of me talking to him. You know, I intentionally keep that awe and reverence for him for sure. But I also, um, I talk to him like I talk to a friend. I talk to him. I share my heart. I share my frustrations. I share my worries and my fears and my insecurities. And I also, talk to him about the really good things that are happening. And I thank him, you know, for answered prayers and for things that, you know, he has done or the good things in life. And, um, but it's just more of a conversation. I'm not a flowery prayer. I'm not somebody who, you know, finds the biggest words or, you know, who it's going to be like, oh man, that was just really deep. (laughs) That's probably not what you're going to get from me. It's going to be just more practical because that's, that's my relationship with the Lord. It's just honest and open and real and raw. And, you know, for so long I struggled with prayer because I felt like it didn't sound like other people's or it didn't, it wasn't. So therefore it wasn't effective enough or it wasn't as powerful as other people. But the truth is, is it's just communication with the Lord and it's talking to him and it's building relationship with him. And it's so, so powerful. And I, you know, like I said, I was thinking over stories um, that we've heard. I was thinking over times in my life where I've prayed for things. I've prayed for people. I've seen the Lord come through. He's answered. And I've also had times where they haven't been answered how I thought that they would be. And I have had to walk through the disappointment of that. And I've had to walk through it. And through it, I actually walking through the disappointment just brought me closer to him. And um, so it's just prayer does that, you know, when you communicate, it's just like any other relationship, the more you communicate, the closer you get. And so if you want to have a good relationship in your life, it's based, it's got to be based on communication. And so the more we pray, the more we spend time in his presence, the more that we spend time with him, period the closer we get to him and the, and the, the more comfortable we get with him and we're able to, um, 
to pray those bold prayers because the more you know and the more you believe him and the more your faith grows and the more your hope grows and the more you just want to be bold with all the things and ask him for all the things and believe him for all the things. Um, so yeah, that's really what, you know, I just was thinking about like prayer and what it means to me. And then I was thinking, you know, I told you first of all, that it's special because my birthday is tomorrow is not tomorrow, but is, you know, the day after this podcast release releases. And, um, so tomorrow, you know, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be tomorrow. And I was, it makes me think of my story and I haven't openly shared my story on the podcast yet. And, um, I, that's a, it's a, it's a story for a different day, <laughs> but I do want to give you guys just a little bit for those of you who don't know me. Um, I am, I was adopted from India and I was adopted when I was 14 and a half months old. And I lived in an orphanage before that. And the uh, lady at the orphanage flew me to Chicago where I met my parents. Um, and came to Chillicothe, Ohio. So I have been here since I was about 14 and a half months old. Um, raised in a wonderful family, raised by a wonderful, wonderful parents. Um, I'm an only child and um, was raised going to church and was raised, you know, then to, to later in life find a really a solid relationship with the Lord. Um, and I just think about that. And I think about how, you know, my life could have been so different and could have, things could have ended up so differently, but they didn't. And, you know, I don't, you know, you hear stories of, I am where I am because my great grandma prayed for me. Well, I don't know my biological family. I don't know, you know, who, who prayed for me, but obviously somebody did, you know, somebody was praying for me somewhere and I am here um, because of that. And I am here because the Lord is faithful. And so my life is, um, is an example of just the faithfulness and the goodness of the Lord that he rescued me from an orphanage in India and brought me here, um, put me in a loving family who, you know, with parents that were so good to me. And now I have a family of my own with a wonderful husband and two wonderful children. And, you know, over my life, I've had a lot of people who have stepped in and who have prayed for me and who have covered me and who um, have prayed with me in hard seasons and prayed for me and believed with me and believed for me. And and I am who I am um, in big part because of all of those people. So um, from a personal note, I want to, well, first of all, thank you for those of you who have ever prayed for me or for my family over the years. Prayer is super powerful, and I thank you for that. And I also um, want to say, just remind you that your prayers are powerful. And um, you know, when we pray, it's not a last resort. It's the first thing that we do. It's not, you know, well, I wish I could do something more, but all I can do is pray. It's that's the most powerful thing you can do. That's the most powerful weapon we have against the enemy is prayer. Um, our prayers are powerful. And, um, you know, just like that scripture said, tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. 
there's power in your prayers. Don't ever forget it. And that kind of brings me to National Day of Prayer. And I'm going to just kind of get on a little bit of a soapbox and a little bit of a, a passionate um, part for me because it is just, it's a, it's a deep passion of my heart is National Day of Prayer. And, you know, we look at this culture and we look at the world and we hear all of the negative and we hear all of the bad things that are happening and we let fear grip us because of it. And we just say, you know, well, we just need to pray and we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Well, guys, here's the thing. We have an opportunity where we get to come together and pray together in public, in the open, in the middle of our downtown. And so why wouldn't we? (laughs) Why wouldn't we? I guess I just... I'm, I am so passionate about it. So, um, here in Ross County, Ohio, we are doing, we have three opportunities for you to come and pray next Thursday. We have the morning at six 30 in the morning at Grandview Cemetery. Um, it is sunrise prayer. It is the hardest time to come pray. I am speaking firsthand for that. Um, It's hard. It's early. It's dark. Um, But I will also say it is beautiful and it is powerful. And there is just something about seeking the Lord first thing that is beautiful. And he meets us no matter. We have met together and prayed at sunrise and we have... (laughs) stood in the rain. We have stood in the snow. We have stood in beautiful weather and in not so beautiful weather, but every single time we may be freezing, we may be wet. It doesn't matter. He shows up and he meets us there. And so I want to invite you to join us at Grandview. It's up at the gazebo. We will be praying. Um, and would love for you to join us. Also, we'll be meeting at noon at the courthouse which is right in the middle of our downtown. And during that time, um, we will have a speaker. Dr. Valerie Jones is going to be speaking. Um, She is the head of Ross County Christian Academy. So she will be speaking um, at the noon session. But we also have an opportunity where we will have all of the elected officials come up front and we will be able to pray over them. We will have all of the first responders and healthcare workers come up front and we will be able to pray for them. We will have all of the pastors in our community come up front and we will be able to pray for them. And I cannot tell you enough how powerful that time of prayer truly is to be able to speak into those people, the leaders of our community and, you know, whether it be through the elected office or the first responders, healthcare workers, pastors, you know, these are some of the key leaders in our community and we get to rally behind them, rally in front of them and, and pray for them and lift them up and encourage them and speak life into them. It is so powerful. I cannot encourage you enough to be there. Um, also we have, uh, the evening session. And this year we are going to be meeting at 630 back at the courthouse and we're going to have a praise party. I've like termed it praise on paint. 
We're going to have a praise party in the middle of Paint Street. We have um, Keith and Lacey Yates. They are going to come and they are going to lead us in worship. And we are getting the opportunity to worship in the middle of our downtown, our downtown that has, you know, just become so beautiful. And we talk about the revitalization and we talk about how much, you know, the Lord has done in our downtown. Well, we get to now come on the streets and we get to come around and we get to pray for the businesses and we get to pray for our community and we get to pray um, and just thank the Lord for what he's done and pray for his continued faithfulness in our city and our community, as well as our state and our nation. Um, so I just want to encourage you all to come. It's one day a year that we get not just permission, but we it's encouraged. <laughs> like we, it's the national day of prayer that we get to come together in unity and we get to pray and we get to worship and we get to thank the Lord and we get to petition the Lord and we get to link arms together and we get to fight as the army of believers that he's called us to be here in our community and in your community. If you don't live here in Chillicothe, then I encourage you to find out if your city, if your town has something to celebrate National Day of Prayer. And if they don't, I encourage you and challenge you to get some people together and go pray. Go pray at the schools. Go pray at your courthouse. Go pray with your families, with your friends. Get people together and know that all over the nation, it's a national day of prayer. So all over the nation that day, we are coming together, whether it be physically or not, our hearts are going to be connected and in in prayer and in unity, we're going to seek the Lord and we're going to thank him and we're going to ask him to continue to be faithful the way that he always has been. And um, so I just want to encourage you to come and um, it's going to be a really, really amazing day. So that is really all I have to share with you. I just wanted to share a little tidbit about prayer, what it has meant to me in my life, and um, just really tell you a little bit about National Day of Prayer because it is a big deal. So I'm going to ask all of you to make plans, mark it on your calendar next Thursday, May 4th, um, 6.30 at Grandview, 12 at the courthouse, 6.30 at the courthouse. If you can be at all three, that would be fantastic. If you can make it two out of three, that would be fantastic. If you can only make it to one, that would be fantastic. We would love to have you. Um, and also I just want to, and then, like I said, if you don't live here, go create your own gathering of people, um, and know that we're going to be there with you and in, in spirit and, and our hearts are going to be united together. And I just want to leave you, um, with this two things. One, think about your story today. Think about your story and think about how the Lord has been faithful. You know, um, his hand has been on you. His hand has guide his, his, he has guided you. He has protected you. He has been here. And so I encourage you to pray and ask him to show you that, to see where he's been in your life, how he has led you this far. Um, and then I also just encourage you to spend some intentional time with the Lord in prayer. And if you're like how I used to be, where it was just awkward and uncomfortable and you didn't really understand it, I'm going to ask you to push through that awkwardness and seek him anyway. 
there's a scripture in Jeremiah 29, uh, 12 and 13 that talks about how when we seek him with our whole heart, we'll find him. So seek him and you will find him. Pray to him and he will hear you and he will be there. And just take some intentional time to pray, to seek him, to be in his presence. Um, and just see, see what it does for you. I promise that you will be encouraged. You will be empowered. You will have fresh hope, fresh faith, and fresh perspective. Um, and the more and more you do it, even if it is really super awkward at first, it gets easier, it gets better, and you'll enjoy it because it'll become more than just sitting in something you have to do. It'll be a conversation that you get to have. And um, there's no better person to have a conversation with. There's no, there's nothing better. There's no one better. Um, you know, the God who created the universe and who I'm sitting here looking outside and there's just trees and greenery and blue skies. And it's a gorgeous, gorgeous day. And I just am in awe of how big he is and how majestic he is, but also how personally he is that he took a baby in an orphanage and brought her all the way to Chillicothe, Ohio and put her in a family that was going to make sure she was at church that grew up, you know, made sure she was going to grow up in church and who grow up, who grew up, sorry, who grew up, um, to know him for herself. And, you know, that's what he did for me. That is my very basic, very short story in a nutshell. And I'll get into it more in depth later sometime, but for today, that's my story. And he's personal and he loves us and he pursues us. And he, he just loves us. He loves you. And your story is probably not like mine. Um, but he has pursued you and he has been faithful and he has loved you in similar ways that he has for me because that's what he does for his children. So I hope you have a fantastic week and tomorrow when you hear this, it will tomorrow, the 28th will be, well, no, tomorrow when you hear this it will be the 27th. Um, so tomorrow's my birthday. So I go enjoy a treat, go enjoy a treat, go enjoy a treat, go enjoy a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. If you're in chill coffee, go to roast, get you a drink, tell them I sent you, have a birthday drink and in celebration of my birthday. Not because I'm so great, but because the Lord's so great that he brought me here. Okay. I'm done rambling. I'm going to stop and I'm going to tell you to have a fantastic week. And I really, really, really hope to see you next week at national day of prayer. If you have any questions or anything, um, please contact me on social media and let me know. I would love to answer them for you. I would love to direct you any way that I can, um, especially for National Day of Prayer and things. So have a fantastic week, everyone. And I will see you back here next week for a new episode of Pour It Out with Elena Beverly. I want to tell you guys a little update on all of our partners. Um, well, not really an update, but just I want to share something. So let's start with Sweet William. Guys, they have these new charcuterie. It's like a cone. And then you can get a dirty pop, which if you don't know what a dirty pop is, just take my word for it. Go get it. 
but they have the a combo. They have a charcuterie cone, which is like the perfect snack, and then a dirty pop combo. Uh, you need to run over to Sweet William and you need to get yourself one. Oh my goodness gracious. I mean, it's like perfection. It's like they created the literal perfect snack. Go check them out. Also, go check them out for flowers and for chocolate-covered strawberries and all of the other things for sure. But that is what has caught my eye. Um, in the bottom of the charcuterie cone, they put a scoop of their cheese ball. I mean, it just doesn't get better than that. Guys, go check them out. Go get um, a combo. Tell them I sent you. Tell them I raved about it because you need it. You need it. Also, Maggie and Me Candle Company. Guys, I, <laughs> it's so funny because all I have to do is light a candle in my house and I just feel better. I don't know if you're like that at all, but I am like that. These candles, they make my whole house smell so good. And I just cannot recommend them enough. The past few weeks, every day, I just, I come in and I light my candle. It's the first thing I do. And it within minutes, it smells amazing in there. If you have not already gotten candles from them, please go check them out. And then lastly, I got to brag on Rose for a hot second because this week specifically, they have just really, really blown me away. Um, I had a friend who had a birthday and I went to get her a drink and I said, hey, can you write happy birthday on the cup? And she wrote happy birthday, didn't like how it looked. So she, <laughs> she got a new cup and she wrote happy birthday again because she was just so determined that it was going to look pretty. And if that's not customer service and if that's not intentionality, I don't even know what is. The real kicker is it was her birthday too. The girl that made it, her name is Rachel. And it, it was her birthday too. And she took the time to make somebody else's day really sweet and special um, with her intentionality. And so I just, I love that. Um, I mentioned that today. I was supposed to have a podcast with someone and it ended up getting canceled. Well, it got canceled because the other person was sick. So I went in to get a tea to drop off and um, it was done. And when I walked in, what I went in for was just a quick, you know, grab a few drinks and leave. I ended up staying in there for an hour and a half. Why? Because I ran into people that I know and talked and that just is... That is who Roast is. You know, their tagline is coffee and community. And it really is true. You go in and you get drinks. You get to know the people behind the counter. They're all so wonderful and so sweet. But then also you walk in and you just see people and you talk and you get to do life together. And um, it just is, it's a wonderful, wonderful place to go. If you're looking for a place for good coffee, good community, go check them out. All of their information you can find um, on social media. I will have all of their specific information for you next week, I promise. But until then, go check them out. Also, you can look back a few episodes and listen to their stories. I did stories with each of them, with the owners of Roast, of Maggie and Me Candle Company, and of Sweet William. Listen to them. Go listen to their stories, hear their hearts. Um, and get their information on how to contact them. So um, 
seriously, go check all of them out. Go get you between now and next week. Go get a charcuterie cup and dirty pop combo. Uh, go get a good cup of coffee or a good cup of tea from Roast. And go get yourself some good spring candles from Maggie and Me Com- Candle Company. Okay? That's what you need to do between now and next Thursday. I challenge you.